Hello and welcome to the Supercoach Professionals Review Show for Round 12. I am Paulie G, of course. We do the review show almost every weekend, normally with Ryan, but uh, he's having a weekend off uh, for his birthday. I'm going to fly solo here and um, fly the flag, but uh, plenty to talk about. Um, of course, six games played so far in round 12. Bulldogs and Tigers have the bye, and the Storm and the Roosters playing on Monday night. So let's get straight into it in regards to the Panthers and the Eels back on Friday night. And it was the Eels coming away with a, with a pretty good victory in the end. They got the, the, the start on Penrith early and were able to hold on. Um, Sammy Redradra was the star player, supercoach uh, wise, and on the field scoring two tries and uh, another uh, getting a try assist and even a couple of line breaks there too. 113 um, total points for Red Radra. Uh, a good day for him. And I noticed as well he was playing a bit in the centres with Takarangi uh, moving, switching outside him sometimes in attack, particularly when it was close to the line. So that was an interesting little tidbit there coming out of the Friday night game. Corey Norman, it's definitely the Corey Norman show at Parramatta at the moment. 80 points for him, big score. Um, a couple of line breaks, a line break assist, a try assist. Good day for Norman. Chris Sander getting back into form, kicking all five goals, helping him to 70 points. Had a try assist as well. His general kicking game was good. Had a forced dropout, a line break assist as well. Uh, good return to halfback for Sander after a couple of weeks, either out of the team or at fullback last uh, start. Um, also doing well, Anthony Watmo having one of his best games for the Eels. 62 total points, 29 tackles, uh, 11 hit-ups over 8 metres there. Even getting a little forced dropout as well. Uh, Watmo spent some time off the field too with, a, with an injury, so it could have even been a better day for Watmo. Uh, Nathan Peets, 53 with 47 tackles. We expect that high floor out of Nathan Peets. He's not the cheapest at 361,300, uh, but you can see there, even on a day where attack-wise he doesn't get a lot done, still getting into the 50s, and that's what you want from uh, from from a majority of your players at high floor. Tim Manor, 56, another one with a high floor. Um, five tackle busts helping his day. Tepe Maroa, interesting one there, 51 points for him. Um, obviously, earlier in the year, he was highly touted. That shoulder injury he was carrying and eventually missed some time over it didn't help his play and didn't help his supercoach score. So now that he's um, back fully fit, went through the New South Wales Cup team to get back into first grade, um, getting good minutes. Uh, he's got to be an interesting watch, particularly as the Eels, they're still uh, reasonably good on the buys, even if you were to pick, pick up an Eels player this week because they play rounds 14 and 17, of course. Mariah, 51 points there. Um, Will Hopawati, a bit disappointing, just 32 points there. Uh, moving back into the centres with Reese Robinson playing fullback. Robinson himself put up 52, so he had a pretty good day um, as well. Most of the, the Eels that you would expect um, doing doing the job, except for the Hopawati, as we said, and, and Brad Takarangi as well, only 24, including a tri-assist. So the swapping with uh, Red Raja might have helped Red Raja's numbers, but not so Takarangi. He's quite dangerous in, in the centres. He, he can um, pop a good ball. He can get out of tackles. Um, he's, you know, so once he moves out to the wing position, he doesn't seem to quite... Um, have the same impact super coach wise so that's one to note the panthers well um the worst news for them if you're a matt moylan owner is that injury to matt moylan it's an ankle injury um we'll talk more about it on our midweek show the thursday night show we record called the super coach 
um, roundtable podcast that uh, you can get on either on iTunes or at www.supercoachpros.com. But Moylan could be out for an extended period. It's one to monitor, only three points. Um, not a great start to your Supercoach weekend if he's in your lineup. Um, Bryce Cartwright. Cartwright taking advantage, uh, a bit of extra game time, 100 total points. He really was the guy that helped Penrith get back into this game, scored a try, set up another. Um, he had five effective offloads, a line break, a line break assist, really good numbers for Cartwright. Um, maybe an opportunity to see more game time. Jamie Soward um, was also injured um, for, for a portion of this game, only 17 points for, for Soward, another low supercoach score. He's really a non-factor supercoach-wise, but he does help steer around the park. But if Soward can't go, Cartwright could end up being um, getting 80 minutes there in at 5 eighths, um over the upcoming weeks. Peter Wallace did return and put up 41 supercoach points. But again, much like Soward, he's pretty much a non-factor. And we're looking at guys like Tyrone PG, who didn't play on Friday, and Bryce Cartwright to sort of maybe be the ones that step up, particularly if Matt Moylan is out. Dallin Martini Zelezniak played fullback once Moylan went off the field. He put up 65 supercoach points, scored a try. Look, he's got that big big frame, one of those players we really like um, in the mould of the Greg Inglis, the Brett Morris, you know, at fullback. Last week we saw Cicel Walker play there and, and be extremely effective. Didn't play there this week. We'll get to that shortly. But um, Martini Zelezniak playing at the back, that's something to watch. If Moylan's out for an extended period, there's no, w, no doubt that DWZ's um, Value gets a big uptick there, and it could be one to, to draft into your lineup. Penrith have already had a buy um, there, so you know you've only got one more to sit through. He's not going to play Origin, of course, so not a bad option there. Isaiah Yao moved out to the centres, and he was a beneficiary super coach wise. 97 total points, a try, a try assist, three effective offloads. Still had the, the good um, work workload 25 tackles, um, 14 total hit ups. Um, so, yeah, the interesting one might be a bit of bit of bit of a, uh, a high ceiling, you know, for him. He might not be able to reach that again, but it's certainly one to jot down. Um, your regulars like Elijah Taylor, 48 tackles to get him 54. That's what you expect. Sam McKendry, um, he's putting up decent numbers there at a good price of uh, just 236,000, 55 points for him. Jeremy Lattimore, 51. I was impressed with Reagan Campbell Gillard, some big runs, um, getting that e- extra game time. Uh, starting the match, 48 points for him. So, you know, it's not a great, great score, but not terrible either. But but more what we saw out of Campbell Gillard, I think, you know, in, in, entices you to maybe have a look at him before the season's out if you hadn't got him earlier in the year when he was a lot cheaper, of course. He continues to grow as a player. Lewis Brown, a big day for him, 78 points, four effective offloads. Probably a product of the Panthers playing from behind. Brown doesn't normally have that that type of game plan in him. He's more of a workhorse. But obviously you're going to take at 78. Um, he's a, he's a, he is a favourite of some super coach owners. They like to have a guy like Brown in your lineup. Plays two positions. You know, work, a hard worker. Probably hasn't put up the numbers this year, whether it be due to, to not starting the year because of injury or, or, you know, and still easing into it. But but that's going to be a bit of a... a, a a bit of, I guess, a, a shining light or a, a flashing light to some supercoach owners anyway that Brown might be back into some of the form we've seen in past years. 78, there, good score for him. Um, and David Simmons, 56, we should mention as well, a try padding his numbers. Um, you know, the Panthers... The, Overall, they've got a bit of work to do. They look like a team that could make a run at the 
finals time, but at this stage of the year, with all the injuries they've had and, and, and that, I don't know if they're even going to be there to, to be able to compete. Um, so it's one to watch if you've sort of loaded up or got a bunch of Penrith players. Um, I should mention James Seguiaro too. I hadn't um, before, 65. So he did return to sort of what we expect out of him prior to that injury. Um, no Coruscant playing, of course, helping him as well, getting the full 80, 65 points there. So at least Seguiaro could be one to be confident to own. Some of the others, um, it, you could see more inconsistencies, however. Let's move to the Saturday games now, the Titans and the Rabbitohs, the first one. And I'll tell you what, Gold Coast up there um, had a pretty good shot at, at South Sydney, really, with no Adam Reynolds and a, and a less than fully fit Greg Inglis. Wasn't to be, but Souths, um, for two weeks running now, you know, pulling out a a, a, a pretty good game, cons- all things considered. Dan- danger games these last two, and they've been able to do enough to get the two points. This is what you've got to do when you're the minor, when you're the major premiers, I should say, the um, defending premiers. You uh, you're going to get everyone's best shot, and and it's pretty. You can't be up every game to that level that your opponent's going to be up to. So you've got to find ways to win games like they did um, on this weekend. Uh, it was good to see Greg Inglis um, back into some of the form we'd seen from him earlier in the year, I guess, uh, playing for Queensland and, and potentially playing not so well for Queensland might have uh, helped him out, you know, a bit of motivation to get back there. 55 points in 55 minutes. He got the, that injury. He suffered a, a, a series of different knocks through the game, eventually being forced from the field. So, uh, you know, it could have been a better day if um, if he'd been able to stay on the park. But it's it's good omen um, for the following week there, scoring a try, and it was, a, a, you know, b- busting tackles to get over the line too. Obviously... Um, if Inglis either can't go or during those Origin games, you've got Alex Johnston back at fullback. And when he went back there, he really um, gained something. He scored a try while he was at fullback, generally played well, 48 points. So it's one that you'd be looking on with keen interest uh, if you're still looking for South Sydney players to bolster your team around the bye weeks of 14 and 17 where Souths play. Alex Johnston there, as long as he's at fullback at the moment, seems like that he could be um, a decent play. Um, but it is a risk, obviously, because he hasn't been as consistent as last year. Luke Keary, 56. As long as Adam Reynolds out. Kiri should put up solid numbers. Um, he doesn't have the same upside as Reynolds. Um, he doesn't kick goals. Uh, I guess is one part of it, but uh, you know, over, overall doesn't command the game yet like Reynolds does. He's obviously not as experienced. So 56. You know, you're, prob- you're probably gonna if you get that with Kiri, you've got to really take it. You've got to be happy. Uh, it was good to see Chris Griezmann have a big day. Got over the line a couple of times. Got up to 81 points. A couple of line breaks helping those numbers. Um, Probably a little bit of an outlier for Griezmann with the two tries because he only had 13 tackles and he only had um, seven hit-ups. So, you know, look at that number of 81. You can see the, the type of player that he is and, you know, you can get really encouraged with that. 208000 great price. Um, but, uh, you know, we're not sure that those numbers will continue. In fact, he, you know, he's finding it hard to even get longevity in games. So, you know... We, Take it with a grain of salt. As much as as, as you know, oh, I like Chris Griezmann and the other guys on the on the podcast like Chris Griezmann or on, uh, as part of the Supercoach Professionals. Um, we're still waiting to see more before we can sort of say yes, he's definitely a guy to own. But a good day for him. John Sutton, seventy eight. He's been good as long as he's been on the on the on the park all year, really. Supercoach wise, seventy eight points, a couple of try assists, a couple of line break assists. He can play two positions. There's some there's something to be said for that. Um, 
of course, and and Isaac Luke, great to see him getting back to eighty minutes, and and maybe that sort of panic, that mid-season panic of uh, Luke's move, moving to the Warriors. How the, how's that going to affect him this year? Supercoach wise, may have passed with that good game by Isaac Luke, twenty-seven tackles, eight tackle busts um, for Luke. So a big day for him, and also kicking goals, helping him at the moment. While Adam Reynolds is. Out, not so good. Dylan Walker, just the 15 points. Um, it's not happening for Dylan Walker at the moment. He can, he's come back from injury. Maybe he's still suffering some side effects there. If you've gone out and got him on trust, you're probably stuck with him now. His price is going to plummet. Um, any opportunity, I guess, now for people that haven't got him, you know, he starts to become more enticing. But with, you know, it's hard to say anything until you see something more. And Aaron Gray, who's been a really popular cheapie with good reason um, over the last few weeks, just the 12 points. He should have probably scored at one point. He ended up getting uh, pushed into the touchline, a good tackle by Josh Hoffman. Um, we've seen Gray show some good strength and ability to, to, to tackle bust and get get past tacklers, get the ball over the line. Um, but on this occasion, um, he definitely came off second best, so not helping there. I mean, it would have been, would have helped his, his numbers somewhat, but still a very low score regardless of, of whether he'd got that 17 or not. Uh, for the Titans, well, um, you know, it was always going to be a tough matchup, Supercoach-wise. Um, the Souths play it pretty pretty tough. Um, we saw um, Kane LG has been really good. Um, most of the year since coming into the side at halfback, only 18 points, so a really tough day for him. Kieran Mosley didn't start. Daniel Mortimer got the start. Only got 22, Mosley. Um, didn't do much tacking-wise. Neither did Mortimer. Only got 34. In fact, Mortimer made 35 tackles and only ended up with 34 points, so that says it sort of explains what happened in his day where Mosley had 22 tackles and 22 points. Ryan James couldn't quite get involved enough either. 40 points for him. I guess you're going to take it. 34 tackles, probably helping him out there. Um, Eddie Pettiborn, 38. He's a guy we sort of look for at value coming off the bench. And, you know, that's probably a bit too low. But Luke Douglas, another guy that we normally say has a has a decent um, floor, 39. That's that's below. That's probably one of his lowest scores that he's going to get for you. Lachlan Burr, a popular player um, at various stages throughout the year, only 39 as well. On the, on the plus side, there were a few guys to sort of step it up a bit. James Roberts, even though he had a bad matchup, 63 points. A really good effort by Roberts. He, in fact, uh, tore Bryson Goodwin apart, really, um, on, on that um, right side. Scoring a try, set up another, a line break, a line break assist. It'll be interesting to see with Souths um, get back to full strength with their three-quarter line being as, as um, sort of strong as it is. A game like that could set Goodwin up. Um, out, you know, potentially uh, of that lineup because he did look all at sea. Although, uh, uh, you know, James Roberts, he has that ability; he can pretty much make anyone look like a bit of a bit of a mug from time to time. David Taylor, sixty-five, uh, a good day for him um, with a try assist and uh, also eight hit ups over eight meters. And Aiden Caesar, forty-one, not not the greatest day for Caesar, but uh, it. Um, yeah, you know, could have been could have been worse considering that it is a tough matchup for the halves against South Sydney. One other guy I should mention before we move to the next match from Souths is Nathan Brown. He's an intriguing one. We'll talk about him a bit on the Roundtable podcast. Sixty points for him, so a really big day. He's played well two weeks running now. He's come over from the Tigers mid-season, and he's making a bit of an impact. And with um, the Burgess boys not going as good as maybe. Um, 
They might have hoped they've both only put up 47. Brown might get more game time, and if he gets more game time, um, he could become supercoach relevant in a hurry. And if you picked him up this week, heading into this week, you're very happy because he had a break-even of nine. So that price, 118000 due to skyrocket next week, and it could go up again, certainly one to watch. And let's look at the Raiders v the Broncos now. And, uh, well, it was a game that maybe the Raiders would have targeted as a potential um, victory. It didn't work out that way. Another slow start there. They're certainly making it hard on themselves, giving opposition teams these um, big starts and games. They've done it fairly regularly this year. Um, they came back, but they, in, in the end, Brisbane too strong. Um, Sean Fenton, good to see him putting up some good numbers uh, week in, week out. 52 tackles, really bumping up that total of 76. Josh Hodgson, again, uh, getting that extra game time over Kurt Baptiste, and he put up 61 points, so a good score for him. And as long as those minutes stay high for Hodgson, he's, he is a decent play at, um, at the hooking role or as your reserve hooker that you play from time to time. Jared Kennedy um, got the start in the centres. I guess uh, the Raiders' defence out wide has been uh, pretty brutal most of the year, particularly their right-edge defence. He was defending out there. Um, but it didn't really work out much better. Brisbane still taking advantage, um, despite the fact Kennedy, you know, more noted defender. Um, you know, they took in a way they took advantage of him because he was playing out wider. He plays more back row than centre, and um, he found it a little difficult to keep up with with the speediness of, of the Brisbane's outside backs. So that would be one to watch because sixty-seven points. Um, that's a good super coach score. Try helping bumping the numbers up, but still uh, a nice, nice solid sort of uh, a number, even if you took away that 17. But whether Stewart's going to persist with playing Kennedy out a bit wider to, to, to sort of bolster his defence, or whether he, he found that it, it didn't really add that much to it, I guess will remains to be seen. Um, and another one we might be talking about on the Roundtable podcast. Edric Lee, 55. Um, he's a guy with a lot of potential, good price. That, that's a good score for Lee. Uh, he's, any, any given week, he has the potential to do something like that or even better. I see a Soliello. He's been great all year. He's now up to 383,000. Um, pretty much buyer of the year, Supercoach-wise. 68 points, another good day for him. He's playing 80 minutes, and he just keeps putting up those numbers. Paul Vaughan. There was an opportunity for Paul Vaughan, I thought. 45 points. It wasn't a bad game by any stretch of the imagination, but he's a guy that might be sort of knocking on the door for New South Wales um, with a couple of big club games, um, but uh, just the 45 not maybe again another guy that might be crying out for a few more minutes but uh the Raiders kind of stacked in the in the forwards at the moment especially with um Soliolo and and Papali playing 80 minutes it's it's hard for these other guys like Vaughan Shannon Boyd to get enough game time David Shillington's back now too of course and he's playing really well uh um 47 points for Shillington you know Papali 45, but he had some big hits, and he, you know he's he's playing like a man that's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, not making that Queensland lineup. And, and Shannon Boyd 43, you're happy with that? A late inclusion, Boyd. Uh, you've got to be happy with those numbers. Some of the, the halves had a good game for the Raiders too. Austin 59, and Sam Williams 55. Williams back uh, and straight into the lineup, even though Mitch Cornish had been pretty good the last couple of weeks. But Stewart coming back to the man that helped uh, spark the turnaround for Canberra. And uh, Williams having a good game, but um, couldn't get his side over the line there. Should also mention Jared Croker with 45. He's a guy that, um, you know, any time the Raiders put up points, he, he's a goal kicker that's going to help him. But he, even in a game like that, 
that on, that we saw on Saturday night, 45. You, you, you take that score. You always want more, but that's not too bad. Um, said earlier about Dallin Watini Zelezniak at fullback. Well, Cecil Walker was awesome at fullback last week, but uh, with Jack White returning, Walker was re- um, relegated to the wing. And unlike sort of, we've seen a bunch of teams um, rotate players either fullback to wing or wing, wing to centre or various other rotations. Uh, no sign of Stewart doing that with Waka. Only 41 super coach points. And, you know, Waka goes back to sort of uh, being a, a, an average super coach performer. A guy, yes, if he's in your lineup, he, he'll, he'll do okay for you probably. But at fullback, he could be something else. And we're waiting for that opportunity to see Sasa Waka get put back there. Jack Whiten, a good player too. But Whiten is very versatile. He's probably going to end up playing 5-8 when it's all said and done. Anyway, so plumping him back on the wing or into the centres, um, you know, it could work for a variety of reasons. We've already talked about their right-edge defence. And Whiten's a pretty solid defender. Um, so... It'll be one to watch, and it could bump up both Wacker and Whiten's um, super coach sort of value. Brisbane, well, they keep going from strength to strength. We knew it was going to be a good matchup for the halves. If you follow us on Twitter, which you should all do, at SuperCoachPros, we, we told you Ben Hunt was the one to own, and Milford got the uptick too. Well, Hunt put up 108. So great numbers. He had five line break assists. Uh, really bumping up his numbers. Two try assists, uh, 20 tackles. He'll work hard. He's, he's a real terrier. Three offloads, you know, five hit ups over eight metres, another three under eight. Like, he, he just does it all, Ben Hunt. Um, you know, there's got to be questions of him even being able to get a spot on that Queensland origin bench, but the Queensland are so strong in that area, you know, he's, he misses out when realistically he'd be as good as any as that sort of number 14 that can play a host of positions. He was absolutely outstanding for Brisbane on Saturday night and uh, getting his side to victory. Anthony Milford with 51 points against his old club. Might have hoped for more. Had some nice touches from time to time. Still put up a decent score, but you, if you a Milford owner, you might have been really hoping for a big things. Didn't quite work out for you. Um, Jack Reed back-to-back 100 point games. 110 points for Reed. A try, a try assist. A um, couple of line breaks, line break assist. This is a guy who's yeah, flashed a bit uh, probably a couple of years ago now and then he's kind of just been stock standard in the centres. But the last two weeks he's gone to another level as Brisbane are playing a little bit more expansive. It's interesting to see them play a bit of a different game plan to what you might expect. Their coach, Wayne Bennett, um, would like to play or has played in the past, but uh, Reed being a big beneficiary, and um, he's not the only outside back to, to, to benefit. Uh, we've seen good points. Corey Oates coming on there and, and scoring a try. He's just so hard to stop. 46 points for him. Daniel Vito, 52 points, gets his old club. You know, didn't even get a try or a try assist or a last pass. That was all done through, you know, hit-ups, a line break, um, five tackle busts. That, that's a good score with those, um, without sort of a try or two to bump the numbers up. And one Vito continues to be one to watch from Brisbane because if he can just stay on the park, if he can get named week in, week out, we know he can put up good numbers. Um, they're Kahu 46, Miranda 51. They both got tries to bump their numbers. But you can see there all the um, all the backs doing well, with the exception of Darius Boyd, 31. He's a bit of a linchpin for Brisbane, and he'll get better um, as he sort of play, has more game time under his belt, hasn't played much footy of late, but super coach wise probably going to, regardless he's probably going to be pretty irrelevant, but it's what he brings to the other players that makes him an interesting 
cog in that team. The forwards for Brisbane, well, they were outstanding too. Corey Parker, 66. Uh, good numbers for him, as you would expect. Josh Maguire, 55. These guys backing up from origin. Matt Gillette, 66. All, all doing well. Alex Glenn, 59. We thought he might get a little bit of a bump with some of these origin guys maybe getting less minutes. Well, 59. It's probably what you expect from Glenn, to be honest. He plays 80 minutes most weeks. Um, you know, that, that was a good score, but that's what you expect from him. Andrew McCulloch, 77, 50 tackles, a 40-20. He's had a few of those this year. Um, you know, it's going to help your numbers. It's worth 10 points, of course. So, And that high tackle count that McCulloch makes makes him a good um, a good one, it seems to, to be at the moment, as a hooker or a backup hooker, um, certainly doing the job for the Brisbane Broncos as they get another win and they're playing really good footy at the moment. This is the Civic Coach Professionals Review Show, round 12 in the books. We're going through the games one by one, of course. You can get all this information at www.supercoachpros.com. That's supercoachpros.com. Not only the podcast, this one, the midweek show, which is the roundtable one we do, uh, where we can get a bit more in-depth about you know, various things, buys and sells and, you know, strategy for tra- for your trades and around origin, how you do that. All of that stuff on that um, roundtable podcast. We also do match recaps online. We've got um, the Supercoach previews, of course, each and every round. Um, we preview, the, preview all the games and give you sort of our matchups with looking into our own predictors that we look at. Some very specific stuff there with... Um, you know, positions and, and how teams do against uh, various positions and that all gets collated for that preview as well as our podcast, of course, and the information that we tweet out. Now, of course, the Twitter handle is um, at SuperCoachPros, SuperCoachPros, and that is a great asset. Not only you can tweet us any time, ask us questions uh, about what you should do for your Supercoach team. In fact, we call out for the Thursday night podcast um, for your questions that we all read out and discuss on the show. But also we tweet before each and every game, the late mail, the last minute changes. And that's important information you need to know. We'll also add on those tweets any sort of particular matchups that we feel either is very positive or very negative and ones you need to know. And that is all provided to you free of charge, of course, there on the um, Twitter handle at Supercoach Pro. So if you haven't followed us yet, uh, get on get on there. And um, if you have to make the Twitter account, do so because a little message on your phone or whatever you like to, to get your information, it's certainly a lot easier than uh, trying to scrape around and figure out if, if the players in your team are playing before the game. And it, and, and a last-minute change can be the difference, you know, between winning and losing, let's face it. So, you know, it's one to um, make sure you do. Follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPro. So let's move on to the final Saturday night game now, the Cowboys and the Seagulls. Well, the Cowboys, it's, it's those big names again. Gavin Cooper, 87. He ended up playing out a bit wider. Got that last-minute try that gave the Cowboys the game. Um, that was after, of course, the injury to Antonio Winterstein, forcing Cooper into the centres and Lynette out to the wing. Lynette had a pretty unhappy night, actually, especially um, once he'd gone out there. 32 points, but uh, one to forget for him. Lachlan Coote, 69. He keeps putting up these good numbers. A favourite of Ryan Messers, of course, who I normally do this um, review show with. Uh, he's got the week off this week, but he'll be back for the Thursday night show and next week's review show, of course. And um, big points for Coote. Jake Granville, the hooker, 61. Um, he 
the more minutes he gets, obviously, the, the more points he can put up. When he uh, filled in for Andrew McCulloch last year for Brisbane, when McCulloch was out injured, he played 70-odd minutes and he put up some really good supercoach scores. Uh, he hasn't quite got the opportunity except for that one big game he, he had earlier in the year, but... You know, we, we, we keep waiting. He's very affordable at 258000 Um If he gets those minutes, he will put up good numbers for you. Well, what about Matt Scott? 133 points. Backing up from Origin and all, you might have thought, well, maybe I'll leave him out because, you know, he might not get the minutes. Well, I'll tell you what, two tries, really bumping up his numbers. He's never had a two-try game before. Probably never have one again, let's face it. Not noted for his try-scoring abilities, but that's going to bump up your score. 38 tackles, six tackle busts, two line breaks, nine hit-ups over eight minutes. Great day for Matt Scott. He's prop partner James Tamau, 54, um, could have been better really because he did play um, very, very well t- um, cutting the ball up. We saw him play really well for New South Wales on, on Wednesday night in the State of Origin. Another good performance by Tamau there, the 54 points. That's, you know, you, you take that. Jason Tamalala, I tell you what, if you held on to him after that injury, you'd be pretty pleased. He made a, a pretty quick recovery and, and, he's, and he's back to his bullocking best already. 78 points. He had 14 hit-ups over 8 metres, a line break, Seven tackle busts. He's so hard to stop, and he really got them going forward just when they needed him, just when they needed something, um, the Cowboys, and to help them win. Jonathan Thurston, look, he had good. It was a good matchup. We did talk a number of weeks ago on the Thursday Night Roundtable podcast about the fact that Jonathan Thurston had great um, matchups and was expected to do better than any other sort of five eight. I think we said over that period around Origin, even allowing for the fact he'd miss a game, and some players weren't. And, you know, even if it costs you a game um, when he's not playing, it's probably worth it what he brings to you when he does uh, on every other game when he's playing. And 87 total points to try, assists, two last passes, you know, kicks goals, three goals, um, you know, three line break assists, 87 big numbers there. And, and you know, that's just a, a day out for Thurston. So definitely worth... Um, Sort of, if, if he's in your lineup, you, you know, he couldn't be happier. Probably his um, half's partner, Michael Morgan. You're probably a bit disappointed. 46 points. I mean, you'll take it, but it was a good matchup for Morgan. He wasn't quite able to make it happen there. Um, but still, again, you're not that disappointed. You've got Morgan. He's got your 40 odd points. You can't complain. Same with Ethan Lowe. 54 points. 42 of them tackles. He's got a nice high floor there. Even when he doesn't, you know, get involved as much with ball in hand, still a good score there. And um, Matt Wright, 52, and we mentioned Winnerstein there with the injury, 31-1, that we'll have to keep an eye on, but probably not that Supercoach relevant anyway. Let's look at Manly now, and uh, Kieran Foran, you know, we knew it was a good matchup for halfbacks, and we were hoping maybe Daly Evans would be a last-minute addition, not to be. 69 points for Foran, that's as good as he'll probably score Supercoach-wise all year, so you can see that matchup against the Cowboys. What does it tell us? Any given week, if you've got a halfback against North Queensland, you can be pretty confident in playing them, and if they're a big-time scorer anyway, pretty confident in making them captain. Um, other players for Manly, Matt Ballon worked hard, 56 points, 47 of them in tackles. Tom Simons didn't play the full game, started off the bench, still put up 55 points, um, playing various positions through the game. George Tafua, 88. Now, this is something that we've waited for Tafua for pretty much two years, because in 2013, he was quite a quite a good supercoach uh, performer, but um, 
hasn't been able to stay on the field, hasn't been able to make it happen, but that was a good game for him. He was involved in attack, he was involved in defence, you know, all, all round good performance, putting it, putting the numbers in, a couple of line breaks. There they go there, 12 hit-ups over 8 metres. Tom Javorovic returned 52 points. You'd be happy if you had him in your lineup or you kept him in. Uh, did score a try to pad the numbers. His brother is probably, in some respects, the better player. Great hitter, great tackler. 38 points. And, and like a lot of the manly players, you're sort of watching on with interest. Uh, you know, Blake Leary's another 39. Justin Horro, 39. But then there's not putting those numbers together consistently enough. Peter Hiku, 31, another one that you sort of... You want more out of Manly. They're not winning. There's a turmoil. Jeff Tuvey's likely out the door. Hard to sort of pick up those Seagulls players at the moment in your lineup. Let's go to Sunday now. And the two two games remaining that we're going to talk about on the review show. And the first one is the Warriors and the Knights. And the Warriors... Uh, there was patches of this game where they just looked... Uh, like they, they had... You know the, the, the nights on a platter, and then there were there were patches where they just just seemed to fall asleep, and, and it's something that we've seen from the Warriors um, over the years. Since Andrew McFadden took over as coach over there, that they certainly got out of their game, but it crept back in today, and and you know you did did see they almost lost it, they almost gave it away, but when they were on, they were still on. Sean Johnson, 78 points, leading the way. You know, two try assists. It should have been a better day. He kicked two goals, but he missed three, and some of them were easy. And um, it should have been a better day, super coach wise, but still a good score for Johnson. Chad Townsend, just the 43. So Johnson taking the lead there over Townsend. He's the one that's getting a lot more of the ball now. It's, it had been sort of fairly 50 50. Um, and Townsend's put up some really good super coach scores, but he's starting to drop back now, and he's dropping back in price accordingly. Johnson's going forward. Um, Sean Johnson, you know, playing in round 14, the next big bye week, he's pretty much a, mu- a must-own if you hadn't already got him. Um, you're pretty much fighting from behind, I think. Another good day for Johnson, even though it should have been higher. It was a really good matchup for the centres, and Tumaloa Lolahe, who moved into the centres for this game because Sam Tompkins returned at fullback. Well, he had a good one, scoring a try, 51 points. Uh, Lale did Lale did swap with Jonathan Wright between wing and centre, so but only in defence. So it actually works in your favour if you're a Lalahia owner because Lalahia then um, would be returning kicks and getting those sort of hit ups over eight metres that wingers normally get because they normally, you know, it's, it's not too difficult to get over eight metres off a kick chase. So that's helping his numbers now that he's um, playing sort of that centre wing role. Um, Solomon Carter, well, he was quiet for a lot of the game and a lot of the first half, I should say, or for the first half. He went pretty much... Uh, <laughs> he just went like a bull out of the gates at the start of the second, scoring a great individual try. Put up 53 total points. A lot of it was due to that try, you know, the line break. But overall, um, he's still a guy that you can pretty much play with confidence most weeks. Um, the regulars, Ben Madalino, 72. Simon Mannering, 66. Bodine Thompson, 82. These are guys, you know... Be- um, that you can have in your lineup, guaranteed. Even Jacob Lilliman coming off Origin with 51, you've got to be happy with as well. But Sam Tompkins, we mentioned him earlier, returning from injury, just the 14. Um, and we were wondered if Nathan Friend, you know, at a good price. But in the end, um, Havili starting, Saliva Havili starting instead of Friend and, and biting into his potential of getting those bigger scores. Havili only getting 26 himself. Did not really do too much running the football. Um, Did have one line break, but definitely um, the two cancelling each other out since Thomas Lulai's injury, uh, at least for the time being. Knights, well, 
Dane Gagai, we've sort of been criti- critical of of uh, Coach Rick Stone moving him to fullback and moving Siani um, Matiatia or uh, Matiatia, I should say, um, away from fullback and into the centres. But Gagai uh, being able to pop up around uh, you know either side of the ruck did help. He did get that try uh, on the scrum. That was a nice try and, and 107 points. You can't argue with it. Um, you know, we we hope this his old centre partner, Joseph Lillia, it was a good matchup for centres. Well, he was unable to get much happening, just scored twenty three. It was all Dane Gagai. And uh, if you you know, if you looked at him as someone to sort of target in your lineup, um, with Knights playing in round eleven and, you know, the, the decent matchups, you're happy with what happened today, even though Newcastle lost the game. Tarek Sims, another one of our favourites heading in, uh, seventy points, good day for him. Jack Stockwell, sixty nine, that's that's a great score for Stockwell. Um Akiyuate, two tries, got to 95. He made a mistake early, but he made up for it. He played well the rest of the game. Um, was, a, was certainly um, dangerous and, and kept the Knights in it with those two tries. Um, and, of course, we should mention Tyrone Roberts going off right at the start of the game, just the two points when he went off, and Tyler Randall taking over at halfback. But they looked lost. Randall, 21. Carlos Tumavave, 35. We're intrigued to see if Randall can get more game time, but it wasn't the right situation without having a guy like Kurt Gidley or Jared Mullen beside him in the halves. Um, it was just a bit of a bridge too far for um, Tyler Randall. So sort of a game to forget, really, for, for him. Um, Adams Clydesdale had to play the full 80 minutes with that injury to Roberts early. He, he scored 51. So, you know, it's a... Look, 50 is a good... Any score over 50, you're sort of going to take, but you can see there Clydesdale, even if he ends up getting the full 80 minutes. He's got a limited ceiling. And the final game, the Dragons and the Sharks. And the Dragons really doing a number on Cronulla. I've got to say, I didn't necessarily see that one coming. Cronulla, uh, you know, the local derby, I thought they'd play it tough up the middle. But the Dragons, showing they can play a bit of expansive footy and some nice set pieces, even, you know, or even from... um, you know, not not from set pieces, but but actually during sets of six that they that they set up little runarounds and kick in behinds and people coming in on the inside and this sort of enterprising type of play that Paul McGregor's got them doing, um, it really ran the Sharks to ribbons and, and and that ability that the Dragons seem to have of playing horses for courses when they play these teams like the Raiders or the Sharks that they can you know turn it on a bit and put up some good points and 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 run away with these games, but then get into an arm wrestle against whether they play, you know, the, the, the Roosters or the Sea Eagles and, and grind out wins. It's encouraging and no wonder that they're right up the top of the, the table. And, and good. it's good for, for some Supercoach players, but obviously not, not for all your St George players because you just never know week to week or you've got to sort of target week to week. Guys like Benji Marshall, 55 today. Gareth Widdup, 76. Great days for, I mean, Widdup, obviously, I mean, he... You know, the, the goal kicking, he kicked nine goals. They go for penalties. They're happy to go for penalty shots. So that's, you know, that's a big part of, of boosting his numbers today. You know, try assist, last pass, good kicking game. But a, as we say, you know, Widdop's got the higher, seal, um, higher floor to Benji Marshall. Um, they both can go big. But it was it's a day like today where you're really going to see sort of the higher end of their spectrum. And when they get into those arm wrestle type games, you've got to expect quite a bit lower. Mitch Rain, another 71 points for him, scoring a really good 
um, individual try, 34 tackles helping out. Still not playing the full 80. Heath Lestrange came on for a short time, but uh, the more time Rain can get, the better his numbers will be. He's probably in the mix for New South Wales origin if Robbie Farrer can't go. So we might see some good performances from Rain, or another good performance from Rain next week, trying to impress selectors. Um, Edna Nabuli scoring a try, getting to 51 points. Could have had another, um, so it could have been an even better day for him, but um, these outside backs doing a good job for St George. Peter Matoudi, another one. He looks at home in the centres. Um, while he's, his brother might not be able to get it quite happening up at Newcastle, the, you can't say the same thing about Peter Matoudi. He's playing really, really well for the Dragons. 72 points, a try, a try assist. Good day out for him. Um, Will Matthews came into the lineup late as a replacement there for Joel Thompson, and he played the full eighty and got eighty points. So that's a great um, effort for Matthews, and he's a real sleeper for um, Supercoach wise. If he can get on the park, that is, Frizzell and Thompson have been as good as as uh, edge runners or back rowers as there's been. Um, in the competition, in the NRL competition so far this year, so he's finding it hard to get on the park. But if one of them go down for an extended period, uh, Matthews has shown that he's very capable. And at 209,000, when we look at Frizzell playing similar style, Frizzell's 379,000. So Matthews has got the ability to go quite quite a long way price-wise as long as he can get that opportunity, which he got this, um, this week or got today and took with both hands. Um... Remains to be seen if he'll keep getting it, however, whether that Joel Thompson injury is is serious or not. That's something, again, we can talk about on that Roundtable podcast show. You can find on iTunes or on the website, www.supercoachpros.com, that we record on Thursdays, of course. Josh Dugan, 80 points, is a bit of a revelation. Played great for New South Wales. Played great again today. Uh, two line breaks, 13 hit-ups over 8 metres, another 8 under 8. That's 21 total. Jack DeBellin, we caught it on the on the Twitter, if you'd... Um, uh, on our on our tweet out before the game, if you happen to uh, follow us on Twitter, which you should, as I said earlier in the show <laughs> at, at Supercoach Pro, so we suggested DeBellin could have a good day. Yeah, guys like Trent Merrin, yeah, coming off Origin, probably going to play less minutes. Merrin scoring forty three Supercoach points. That's Belay's par. DeBellin was the, the, the recipient. He also got the try in the big win. Um, and overall, great day for Jack DeBellin. Good numbers there. Um, for the Saints and, and really, you know, for Saints fans and Pete, who's, you know, a regular to our Thursday night podcast, he is a big Saints fan. I'm sure he's grinning ear to ear right now. But unfortunately for Sharks fans, um, a day to forget. No Paul Gallon. He had a setback during the week. Um, so he was unable to be, you know, a potential late inclusion now. And now he's sort of iffy for next week. Andrew Fafita still played well. He put up 67 super coach points to get that seven tackle busts, you know, a couple of effective offloads, um, 16 total hit-ups, eight of them over eight metres. So you can see with Fafita, you know, he's he's going to put up those big points for you um, as, when he gets involved and plays enough minutes. Jack Bird, 56. It was a bad matchup for 5-8. It's a really bad one. So the fact that he put up 56, that's a good score. It's a good result, um, as most, uh, a lot of Supercoach owners own Jack Bird, and, and were probably forced into playing him this week, so they got away, got out of jail there with that one, because it could have been a lot worse. But 28 total tackles, really, you know, bumping up those numbers, and the try assist, a bit lucky, the Valentine Holmes try off the kick, 
that may or may not have been grounded by Holmes, but it was awarded a, a try without going to the video referee. Holmes himself, you know, again, not a great matchup. 40 points, probably what you expected. The try and a line break with, it, with the saving graces of what would have been otherwise quite a poor day for Holmes. And not much else to write home about from the Sharks. Uh, Michael Innes is a guy that you might have been targeting around Origin. He'd had some good games, only 30 points. He tried really hard. He tried too hard, really. Um, I thought through the game, trying to do too much. Maybe, you know, various quarters were saying he's the guy to replace Robbie Farrow. Maybe he felt he had something to prove. New South Wales selectors to prove to Laurie Daly. Playing a different type of game plan to what he normally does. Trying chip kicks that didn't work. A a short dropout that failed miserably. Uh, Probably one of worst, uh, Michael Ennis' worst games we've seen in recent years. Unfortunately for him and for the Sharks. Um, But realistically overall, if you're owners of any Cronulla players, you're going to say, well, it was never going to be a good matchup. The Dragons are tough against all positions and uh, it's one to just say, uh, we'll just need to move on and forget about that and move on to next week. And that's what we're going to do too on the show because that is all that uh, there is time for. I am Paulie G. This is the Supercoach Professionals Review Show. Round 12, all but in the books. A great game tomorrow night. Still most We can talk all about it on our Thursday Night Roundtable podcast show along with all that in-depth information that the team lists and, and other things we talk about Keep an eye on injuries, etc. on this show. That will be Thursday night, of course. You can find on the iTunes or at www.coachprosy.com. And we'll talk to you then. Bye now.